views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Super, super welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by... I want to welcome all of you out there. Uh, it is great to be connecting with you and great to be doing that each and every day as we do. What an amazing day this is. Um, I want to thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. For those of you out there that would like to find out more about us, go to the drpatshow.com. Uh, if you'd like to find out more about Transformation Talk Radio, then go ahead to transformationtalkradio.com we got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about head trash in a few minutes. So first, let me give a shout-out to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. B. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for asking. And yourself? I'm pretty good. Good. I had an interesting experience this weekend, though, and I, I just want to share it before we pull our prosperity card. Um, you know, there, there I, haven't, I haven't really walked out of many life. You know what I mean? There have been a couple that I could think of, one when I was a really young kid and I was scared, scared, scared. And then there was another one when um, Cape Fear, when that came out, that was just scary, creepy. But I had a hard time sitting through a movie, and that's so unlike me. Uh-oh. Uh, can you guess which one? Uh, I'm not actually uh, caught up with the movie <laughs> releases as of the couple of weeks, but which one are you speaking of? The Lone Ranger. What? You got scared for that I one? I know. I know. I know. Honestly, I tried so hard uh, to, I mean, I'm a big Johnny Depp fan. There's no question about it. Uh, very big. And so I thought to myself, oh, I've got to be able to, you know, got to be able to, to do this, right? Um, and I just couldn't. I got about, I got about three quarters of the way through. And uh, what I discovered was, oh, my gosh, I just, I don't know. I just am having a hard time sitting through the rest of this movie. So I actually didn't watch the end. Wait, you left? If you, you can even out? believe that. You know, I just, I think I got bored. I think I was like, okay, I don't know what is going on in this movie. And I, I just don't, I couldn't figure out what it was about the movie or about the character or, you know, I just couldn't figure it out. Uh, but I will tell you a movie I did go see, and um, I was just blown away by it. I actually went to see Pacific Rim, and I wasn't really sure what to expect from it. And, you know, it, somebody said to me, why don't you go to movies? Let's go see Pacific Rim. And I thought, okay, I'm not really sure what it's about. It's not getting much press or it's not getting much publicity, but why do you think I'd want to see it? 
they said to me, this is my, this is the people that know me, right? They said, you're going to love this movie because anybody that grew up watching all of the Godzilla things as a kid, you will love this movie. So, well, what is it about? And they said, well, it's kind of a combination between um, Godzilla and Transformers. And I said, all right, let's go see it. And I like uh, Idris, um, what's his name, Idris Elba, is that his name? Uh, And Benny, I have to tell you, I was completely blown away by it. And they were so right about it. It's kind of campy. Meaning that, you know, you're not really sure if it's really a Transformer kind of movie or if it's a little spoofy thing. But it was very, very, uh, I thought it was very interesting. The concept was kind of interesting. It was pretty much mindless um, for those out there that are looking for something deep and meaningful. But the special effects were really great. I just don't know what it was. I just couldn't. I couldn't get through the Lone Ranger movie. Hmm. Maybe because I grew up with the Lone Ranger, and I, maybe I walked in there with an expectation. I think that's what a lot of people did. And it, what was it? I've been reading some article, news articles on that. I guess it was a what eighty million dollar budgeted film or whatever. And it hasn't even come close to pulling in half or whatever. So I don't know whether you want to blame it on marketing or the actors. I guess Johnny Depp is in there, but I mean, I figured the Lone Ranger himself would. Play. Honestly, I don't recall the actor's name, but I think it's a, a no name. Is it someone? Yeah. That, yeah. So why would you not characterize, you know, throw someone else in there with a, you know, bigger, uh, how would I say, celebrity status? Yeah. That's my, yeah. my that's my two pennies. But I will also defend, I had never heard about the Lone Ranger coming out until like a couple like weeks before. There was nothing, there was nothing to be said about it, which really was bizarre. It is bizarre, right? I figured there would be um, a larger ramp up. I, I think, you know, here here's my two cents on it, right? Um, I'm not sure the plot was very well done. I think what they wanted to do was to give people an idea of how the Lone Ranger came about. You know, what was it about the Lone Ranger? I think part of the problem that I had was that I remember growing up with the Lone Ranger, and I remember growing up, you know, with two very, very strong um uh, characters and and so it was hard to see uh the character that johnny depp played uh tonto it was hard to see that character played in a really different way and i think that was kind of the hard part for me because you know i really grew up with this idea of the lone ranger and tonto and they were buddies and equal in that relationship and so forth. And it was just really the Lone Ranger character that just was just like crazy for me. So anyway, that's that was my take on it. But you're right. Well, anyway, for those of you out there, we got a great show for you today. One of the things we're going to be talking about is head trash. Cleaning out the junk that stands between you and success. Uh, cleaning out the junk that stands between you and and success. So we're going to be chatting about that for a little bit. Um, you know, the thing that, um, I, I don't know, Benny, if you heard, it was also a tough weekend. I mean, I was stunned at the death of Cory Monty. I just thought, oh my gosh, how sad is that? Um, and so, you know, I, I think what we've all come to realize in life is that, you know, this is our lives, and we get to think about 
you know, what we can do with our lives and how we can take our lives to the place where we wanted to go. Today's show is all about that. It's all about bringing in a perspective on life that I hope all of you um, will glean something from. I'm going to share a few things on the show today, but before we do, Mr. Benny, I wonder if we could just pull a card and let's kick this show off. Now, here's Dr. Pat's prosperity message of the day. Hey, everybody, this is the card. Thank you to Heidi Bayer, who created the prosperity cards. For those of you out there that want to find out more about Heidi, go to prosperitycards.com, prosperitycards.com. Today's card is prosperity law number 14. I easily dissolve limiting beliefs and see myself as I really am. I easily dissolve limiting beliefs and see myself as I really am. It is time to challenge old messages and belief systems. The thoughts you have that are limiting are a result of environmental conditioning. Let go of any ideas that keep you from being, doing, or having what you want. I love this card. I love this, Benny. I'm going to read it again. This is from Heidi. And if you want to find out more about these cards, they make great gifts to give people, by the way, go to prosperitycards.com, prosperitycards.com. Prosperity law number 14th, I easily dissolve limiting beliefs and I see myself as I really am. I easily dissolve limiting beliefs and I see myself as I really am. It is time to challenge those old beliefs and belief systems. The thoughts you have that are limiting are a result of environmental conditioning. Let go of any ideas that keep you from being, doing, or having what you want. Uh, This is really something that has been fascinating for me to take a look at, especially in the world you live in. Let's just talk about one limiting belief for the moment. Well, I was talking with someone the other day and, you you know, we were doing a conversation and something happened with something in the mail. And they they said to me, oh, that's mercury in retrograde. And I thought to myself, that's fascinating to think about that, mercury and retrograde. What does that really mean? And one of the things I came to know a long time ago, uh, and I think it was through Carol Barbeau, was that mercury and retrograde is really interesting for those of us that are in the communication business. For most people, what it means is, oh, technology, things are not going to happen the way you want them to. Um, We're going to put our lives on hold. And what I discovered, that was a limiting belief. And there are many people that will talk about Mercury being in retrograde from different points of view. Here's what we've come to know. What happens in the arena uh, that, that I live in, I had to completely flip my belief about Mercury in retrograde and look at it as something that it's extraordinarily amazing for those of us where Mercury is our ruler. And here's what I've come to believe, that all of this is about energy and energy in the universe. And what I've discovered is that we have the ability to match just about any frequency out there. And here's the thing. It doesn't have to be a frequency of joy. Some days you wake up and you're just grumpy, and that's an energy that you match in the universe. So what does it mean to have your ruling planet going backwards? somebody said to me, well, here's what it means, or here's what we've come to know it to mean. It simply means for those of us out there that we have 
been moving so quickly at reaching so many people, at doing so many things to help others live life full out, that one of the things that happens when we have a limiting belief like this is that we believe that the world is going to stop because a planet like Mercury decides to go backwards. Here's the deal. Mercury going backwards, for those of us that are ruled by that planet in communication, means one thing. It means that all of the juicy creative energy we have is now going to have time to manifest in the most amazing ways. And so what do we need to do to understand our unlimited potential? Are we going to be dependent upon what's going on in our heads? Are we going to be dependent upon what's going on in the universe? Or what are we going to be dependent on? What can we really count on? That's what today's show is about. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about head trash cleaning out the junk that stands between you and success. And this is an amazing show. It's an amazing book. Uh, We're going to be talking with one of the authors of the book today on the show. And get ready to understand what you can do about that trash that you carry around from day to day, year to year, relationship to relationship, job to job, and beyond. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the show. My baby. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Laura Longley Show, where authentic change takes flight. Say yes to that inspired you and goodbye to your stuckness as Laura and her guests deliver powerful ways to work through common problems in this fun and unique hit show. Are you interested in learning about how to add more eco-conscious living into your life? Amy Willis, broker and owner of Rhino Roz Realty, is dedicated to helping people buy and sell healthy homes. She strives to educate people on incorporating more green features into your environment. Rhino Roz Realty wants to be a resource before, during, and after a transaction. Whether someone is buying or selling a single-family home, multifamily, condo, or investment property, Rhino Rise can provide the service and knowledge that is needed to make informed decisions. For a free market analysis or more information about greening your home, contact Amy at rhinoroz.com, R-H-I-N-O-R-O-Z.com, or call 206-508-1250. Rhino Roz Realty, charging on your behalf in the Northwest. Are you a health-conscious, spiritual woman who is just tired of struggling with food obsession, emotional eating, and constantly having to struggle with weight and food? You aren't alone. The secret is within us, often in releasing internal resistance and blocks to our own success. To learn how to end the war with food and your body now and find peace, go to eatlikeagoddess.com for your free audio. Break free from food obsession and lose weight without trying. 
That is eatlikeagoddess.com. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit the truthisfunny.com. Everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Tish Scolero is joining me here today, co-author, one of the co-authors, along with Timothy uh, Thomas, of Head Trash, cleaning out the junk that stands between you and success. And for those of you out there, you're going to get to hear what uh, what Head Trash really is and why this is such an important book of our time. You know, what is it the, about the demons that live and actually flourish in our in our minds those things that would have us think we're really small and that our life is to play small and to continue to do the things that take us anywhere and everywhere but the places we want to go tish is joining me here today as i mentioned before we're going to give you lots of information about the website lots of things that you can find out about tish welcome to the show it's great to have you here thank you for joining me here today well thank you dr pat i'm so happy to be here Head trash. I love the topic. Okay, so you and I, before we came on, we were talking about, you know, this idea of head trash. And and you are saying everybody has it. Let's talk about it, what it is. And then I want to ask you, what have been some pivotal times in your life where your head trash was running your life? Certainly, and it's it's certainly something I can answer because I have head trash. I know I do. My co-author, Tim Thomas, does. Because these are natural emotions that we've witnessed, and they're subtle because they're things we have every day. And as a matter of fact, when they're healthy emotions, you want to have them. And let me highlight what the seven are to get people comfortable to see that they are everyday emotions. It's control, insecurity, arrogance, paranoia, anger, fear, and guilt. And I can tell you just in driving the last morning to my appointments, I probably had two pop up. What happens, though, with head trash is it is something that when it starts to take over your thinking, we call them emotional barriers. When these emotions start to get your head stuck or you stuck on either making a decision or moving forward with something or having that difficult conversation, well, that's when that healthy emotion has transferred itself over or we call crossing the line to becoming a head trash. And that's when you have to pay attention to it. Because before you know it, that emotion starts to manage you, and you're no longer managing it. You know, one of the things that I think it, that that folks are really relating to is this sense of awareness now that we have that we're going through this. You know, fear, insecurity, control, paranoia, arrogance, anger, and guilt. You know, one of the things that out of this list that comes up to the forefront for me is insecurity. I want to talk about that. You know, you're a successful consultant, you're a co-author of the book, and you're out in the world, and you're working with organizations every day. How have they been managing getting through what some people call some of the most insecure uh, of our history of business? How would you say they cope with this or not? 
Well, it's a great question because some do cope with it and some don't. We find insecurity one of the most difficult. Why? Because we describe insecurity as those voices inside your own thinking about you. You don't feel you're good enough. You don't feel you're able to do this. Or you think others think that about you because you're in an imposter syndrome, right, where you feel that at any moment someone's going to knock on that door and say, that's the wrong office, you really don't belong here. It's those thoughts that really cripple the individual from being able to get out there and do what they can do well. And in most cases, they are very capable, and they are very able to do things. And the first step is really self-awareness. I mean, today there is enough that makes life complicated and running businesses as challenging as they could be because there are other means for things to get out there like social media and the Internet. I mean, they're great to have, but that means everything's out there. So you have to be very cautious how you do things, which us to make you look at how you do things. And insecurity is tough because we don't always know everything. We're not always 100% sure before we do stuff. We're not quite sure we're going to be great at that thing we're going to try. But if you are not able to convince yourself and you're going to die, it's okay if you fail, or you're going to die and it may not be the best, but you're still trying, well, that's how you start to build self-confidence, which will then not allow that emotion of insecurity, which when healthy at least makes you question yourself a little bit, it will not stop you from doing stuff. It won't make you degrade yourself. It will allow you to actually accept the compliment when someone makes it. And one of the things that I, I and I want to make sure everybody has the, the, the website to go to, which is headtrash911.com, right? Headtrash911.com. Uh, yes. I go to the website, and this is what I love. We're going to talk. There's so much I want to talk with you about. I go to the website. I'm really struck by a couple of things. First of all, for those of you out there, a lot of information on this site. Please, please, please go check it out for those of you out there that are experiencing head trash on many, many levels. But you have this thing called the scale of severity. Uh, and I want to talk a little bit about that because, uh, you know, I'm fascinated by you know, this idea of having different degrees. Is there any degree of this where we could still function and be successful? Well, I think the emotions are going to be part of our lives, and you just have to make sure you're able to manage it. So there's a balance. Everything in life you have to balance to make it work for you. There are days you have to do certain things more than others. And the severity scale is really attached to the head trash index. Because when you take this index, so it's a free online survey, about 28 questions, you'll answer these questions, and immediately upon your last answer of the 28th question, back comes your report. And your report tells you where you score numerically on each of the seven head trashes and which are the top two you want to look at. And then you can migrate over to this severity scale to see exactly how those head trashes, depending on your numeric score, could be impacting you. And we have some where if it's so low, it's not impacting you that much. You just might want to watch. And then we have another number score where it's starting to creep up. You might want to take a look at it. So it's something to kind of gauge if you're going to be looking at developing yourself in a particular area, what areas should you start with? Where is impacting and having the most effect? One of the things that, you know, I want to talk about a little bit as well, for those of you that are just tuning in, we're talking about this incredible book. It's called Head, Head Trash, Cleaning Out the Junk That Stands Between You and Success. 
you know, there are many, many things that you talk about in the book and, you know, focusing around these emotions. Um, and, uh, you know, I think one of the questions that I want to ask you is, are we aware are we aware of the degree of head trash that we have going on? And, and the reason I ask that question is because, you know, someone said to me a couple weeks ago, I don't even know how I got in this cycle that I'm in. Do you hear that a lot, Tish? You know, it's interesting. I do, more so from they're trying to unravel what's happened or they're living through the impact of their actions, and they are confused as to where it came from. And that's part, and that's difficult because many times uh, there are multiple things that could be going on, but there's always a root cause. There's always a pivotal point or some framework to where you have your getting stuck part, and then the rest of the things you do might be just reactions to that. And in our book, we reference to subconscious and conscious. You know, right now, if you're not aware of your own behaviors or your emotions controlling certain things, it's probably more subtle and in your subconscious because you can feel something doesn't feel right, but you can't pinpoint exactly what it is. But by taking the book or even the survey, you'll be able to start to at least find some roadmap to what it might be. Now it's in your conscious. And then once it's in your conscious, all you need is the willingness to do something about it. They're not hard once you know. The hardest part is actually uncovering what is it exactly that's causing me to do this. And I see that in leaders all the time, and the questions I ask always get it down to the bare bones of what exactly drove you to do those things, not why you did them, because there could be a ton of reasons why you did them. I want to know what drove you to make some of these decisions, because that element is probably where it's all stemming from. Uh, you know, one of the things that I was really struck by is the timeliness of the book um, and where we are now. and and how to help people understand that success is something that they, they can define. And I wanted to ask you about that. You know, one of the things that um, I'm sure you hear a lot is that, that people feel a sense of hopeless and, and helpless. And I wanted to ask you, it, does it have to do with these seven killer emotions that you've talked about, or is it more complex than that? Well, well, those emotions think, are pretty complex, actually. <laughs> well, they're very common, which is why I think the book is really important for people to at least start to accept that these emotions can turn ugly. But these emotions are part of our life. They're not going away. And I do think, depending on situations, some complexities are driven much deeper by certain elements. But I bet if you start to look at and again, peel back that onion and carve out where is it all stemming from, I would be surprised if we can't relate it to one of these seven and how they made a decision or why they made a decision, and the rest can just kind of snowballs into then how they behave. Wow. We're going to take a short break. For those of you out there, uh, we're going to take a short break. We're talking about head trash today. When we come back, we're going to talk about you as an employee or maybe you as a boss. But remember, bosses are employees as well. You know, what happens when... There isn't just head trash in your head, but how about your boss? Or how about your boss's boss? What do we do about that at, at work and beyond? What's the effect of this? And what is the solution? We're going to take a short break. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Are you looking for positive answers to tough questions in your personal and professional life? On Purpose Radio with Karen Florence is a riveting show that will help you reveal your own truth and begin to live the life you've always wanted. Karen's dynamic approach to coaching people in all areas of their lives has made her one of the most sought-after coaches today. Tune in each Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific and 10 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit OnPurposeRadio.com. Are you ready to have all your relationships work for you? Those with your family, friends, and coworkers? Perhaps with a lover? How about with your body and your money? Ask Susan, relationship counselor, life coach, and access consciousness facilitator, Susan Lazar Hart, has assisted thousands in creating relationships that truly work for them. Ask Susan, a monthly telecall where you can be heard and receive simple tools to apply to all your relationships. AskSusan.net. That's Ask-Susan.net. Tune in to Peace World Radio, vibrant conversations to change the world with Christina Jans. Each second Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com and KKNW. This hit show is energetic, vibrant, and an engaging forum that's getting people talking. Christina brings you extraordinary and courageous people, bold in thought and action who dare to dream that things can be different. Peace World Radio. Join the talk the world is having. Are you a health-conscious, spiritual woman who is just tired of struggling with food obsession, emotional eating, and constantly having to struggle with weight and food? You aren't alone. The secret is within us, often in releasing internal resistance and blocks to our own success. To learn how to end the war with food and your body now and find peace, go to eatlikeagoddess.com for your free audio. Break free from food obsession and lose weight without trying. That is eatlikeagoddess.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners, award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. It's great, great, great to have you all join us here. This is a fabulous conversation. For those of you out there, if I just say the term head trash, you are going to have a sense of what that means. Uh, For those of you out there, we're going to make sure you have lots of information. We're going to talk with Fish a little bit more about the book. But before we uh, go forward, can you please let folks know the best website to to go to? Did I give them the right website before? Yes, Pat. It's headtrash911.com, headtrash911. And on the site, we have a couple of things that you could utilize immediately to start to see how Head Trash might be impacting you. One is the Head Trash Index, which is a free online survey. It takes about 10 minutes. 
You'll answer 28 questions, and immediately you'll get back your top head trash score. And we score all seven for you, but we give you the top two, and then we have the severity scale that kind of shows you how it might manifest itself in your decision-making. We have videos online to show you how it might look in a setting outside of your own thoughts, but possibly a work setting or a relationship setting. And then we tell some stories about where we see head trash and how it manifests itself in the workplace or in anyone in the decision-making role. So the, the website has really got a lot of data, a lot of information, that, and some interaction for you to actually do to make it something you can use for yourself. Oh, Benny, you're going to have to take this. I took the index. Uh, just everybody go to the website. It's, it's fascinating. It, the questions are fascinating. They really get you to, to think. Um, uh, one of the things that, that I love about this is the, the title of the book. I mean, I, I, when we hear the term head trash, I think almost everyone listening to the show, right, has some sense of it. Although once we read the book and we see exactly where you're going with this, it really does get deep into some emotions that are pretty scary, pretty scary for people. And for those of you in the book, there are a lot of really great stories in the book and beyond. But I want to I talk a little bit about what I said before the break about, you know, this idea of head trash and having it get in our way. Let's have a conversation about success if we could. Because one of the questions I want to ask you has to do with how well we understand our own head trash and whether or not it's possible to get out from under the victim category when it seems like we're kind of stuck in a position, stuck in a relationship, and all the people around us have head, head trash. Well, it is, and it's tough because, you know, excuses are wonderful defense mechanisms, right? We can make up an excuse for anything to fit in our form or our way. But what Head Trash does is allows you to get comfortable with the fact that we all have it. We wrote it in a simple and humorous way, and we also called it Head Trash because, you know what, it's something that we all have to get comfortable knowing we're all going to be making mistakes. We all have tough decisions, and we don't always do them right. How do you get comfortable knowing that? Let me get more self-aware about how it impacts others, because it's also written to see how it impacts others. And success comes in many forms, but if you're really stuck, the first thing you want to start to ask yourself is, why are you stuck? And don't be saying it's because of Bob or Mary or Benny or Pat. It's not about someone else. I want you to focus it back on you. And I want you actually to take a piece of paper and write down, what are you stuck on and why do you think you're stuck? As you start to put it down, I guarantee you, you're going to start to see that it was about an emotional decision or something emotionally bothering you. And that's where the beginning starts. You know, we talked before a little bit about whether or not, you know, we're in some tough times and whether or not these times are going to, you know, change. This seems like an enormous opportunity, Tish, to really take a look at head trash and how it gets the way in many, many areas of our lives. I mean, have you found in what you've discovered about this that people can have head trash at work but not have it at home? Or is this something that sort of we're, you know, we have a propensity for? You know, that's a, a great uh, discovery of us when we started to write the book. We wanted to write it credibly by our experiences. So obviously the last 15 years I've worked with executives or businesses, and I saw a lot of head trash. So when I wrote it, I really wanted to be able to speak to it in something that I can say I've seen and witnessed, and here's how it unfolded. 
And as it got finished and folks started to read it, and we all recognize it because I actually wrote it with my own head trash in multiple chapters giving examples, you realize it's about everyday living. It's about choices. It's about decision-making. So I would not want people to think this is a business book because though it can help you in your business, this is a life book. This is a book about how do you manage your emotions so that they're not managing you. And that could be in your personal life. It could be in relationships with friends or business, or it could be how you're running a business or growing a team. And our next book is actually for students entering the workplace because we feel that students really preparing themselves to go to work from school are not emotionally ready all the time. And we're just going to give them a framework to get ready. Well, I absolutely agree with you about that. And, you know, the rules of the game have changed so much. You know, somebody said something to me the other day, and, you know, they said to me, you know, we've heard about the rules of the game. And they said, there actually are not any rules. And I said, well, there's got to be some kind of rules. I mean, you know, this is, this is trying to have a conversation with someone. And they said, they said you know, it's interesting I said, well, what are you, how are you mentoring and coaching people that are new entering your, your company, whether they're new and have worked before or, or new? It was interesting to, to, to kind of get have a conversation about that. The, the answer that came back was, oh, we've got programs, initiation programs, and so forth. You a question. Almost everything that I've read in the book, and I've read, I've, I've read this book from beginning to end. I just love it. But I'm so reminded of what we used to call, back in the day, Tish, right, soft skills. Right. And I wanted to ask you about that because, you know, my friend said to me the other day, he said, forget it. There's no money for what you used to call soft skills. And yet here we are with some of the emotions that you cannot absolutely get away from in the corporation or in your life. Can you really talk to that? What are companies doing to wrap their minds and then put some budget dollars on this? Well, those are the progressive companies that are actually doing that because in the 15 uh-huh. years I've had my business, I've always been considered the fluff help or working on the things that don't really amount to revenue. And it's the quite opposite because I think it started way back when you hire. When you're looking at fitting someone into a role, we very easily look at the resume but we don't factor in their behavior or their style. And every time it doesn't work, it's never on how their skills work because they're probably very good at what they do. They either couldn't interact with others, build relationships, or communicate. Those are soft skills that amount to revenue. And I think many of the more progressive companies are starting to institute in their hiring, which then leads to onboarding, which then leads to scalability of taking high potential employers to becoming tomorrow's managers, they are putting dollars aside because they recognize where it's failing, where attrition happens, is not on assessing their skill sets. There are plenty of tools out there to test someone's skill. But how are you understanding whether or not they fit in your culture, they have good emotional tendencies, they have emotional intelligence? How are you looking at those things? And now I do think that self-awareness is very important. And I do think companies are adopting, looking at both pieces of an individual, not just their skills. You know, I wanted to ask you about uh, what you've discovered about the more helpful air air arenas that people can look about in terms of success. You know, how are we defining success these days? 
I think it's individualized, which is where I think we get hung up the most. If we define success around others and what they have as success, it's very hard to copy that. And that's where Mm -hmm. you see jealousy, and that's where you see resentment. And then people are obviously not working with their full cylinders in play. I think people have to learn what to... and define what is success for them. And I do think it's going to be different. Now, could being rich be a success? But, okay, so now ask yourself, how are you going to get rich? What will you do to earn the money? What are your ideas about the commitment you'll have to have? So if you define what success is for yourself first, then start comparing yourself to others. Because if you do it backwards, you're never going to meet your own expectations. One of the things that I think is so important uh, that I that I picked from 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 the book is understanding how we get to show up and how we get to choose. One of the things that folks have said, you know, a long time ago was that you know emotions are emotions, but we have we have now learned a lot about emotions. Um, what would you say um, out of the seven? Uh, that we've talked about, what do you see, Atish, running rampant in organization? Is there one that's leading the pack, so to speak? Well, a lot of the companies that we've been working with are early to mid-stage. And in those, I see fear and control, usually on the two elements, because when it was a smaller organization, the control of keeping things on a pace that has to be the way the founder or the entrepreneur wants it to be. I mean, in those days, that sort of controls is what got them to the middle stage or the next stage. It's when they have to make that transition over to that next stage of development for an organization, do you then start to see it becoming head trash and not a healthy control? So I do think out of businesses, for the most part, fear and control would probably be some of the ones I would immediately start to look for. But look, large corporations that have a great reputation, paranoia sets in very easily because when you're at the top, you think everyone's out to get you. So you have this fear of, you know, this paranoia sort of element where you think everyone's out to get you, and it's very hard to then partner with other folks or partner with other companies or take opinions from others. I do think it's the stage of the organization, but from an individual standpoint, I think I see all seven equally as much causing damage when it goes from being a healthy emotion to one that's really now a head trash. Oh, my gosh. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. The book is called Head Trash, uh, Cleaning Out the Junk That Stands Between You and Success. We're going to make sure we have lots of information. When we're going to come back, we're going to talk about what does it mean to be angry? How does anger show up? And is it fueled by paranoia? A lot of really cool things to talk about. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Tune in to The Sandy Brewer Show, getting to the heart of what matters in your life. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and experience the powerful healing voice of Dr. Sandy Brewer, one of Colin Talk Radio's most dynamic, compelling personalities. Get ready for inspiration and contagious humor and her been there, done that, no-nonsense advice to meet today's challenges. Listen and call in at 800-930-2819 for The Sandy Brewer Show. Did anyone teach you to be a parent? What if there were tools that could make your job a whole lot easier? Glenna Rice invites you to be the questionable parent you truly be in a dynamic teleseries designed to empower parents to know that they know and give you the awareness required to create ease and joy between you and your children. Check out GlennaRice.com to learn more and to book a private session. 
or dial 415-235-2807. Tune into Intuit University, compassionate guidance, connecting you to your inner wisdom with internationally renowned psychic and medium, Sherry Dillard, each Thursday at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern. Get ready for an hour of practical spirituality, fun, and a magic carpet ride into the spirit realm. This hit show is a combination of call-in readings and intuitive mentoring as Sherry supports, inspires, and empowers you to create your highest good in relationships, career, finances, life purpose, spirituality, and more. For more information, visit SherryDillard.com. Hi, I'm Michelle Bond. I'm the wellness coach who shines a light on what you put into your body. You're hearing a lot about gluten these days, how bad it is for you and how you need to avoid it altogether. Wheat is really getting a bad name, so I've come up with some tips to help you avoid becoming gluten intolerant. Number one, avoid all processed foods. Not only are you getting altered wheat, but you're also getting a toxic cocktail of GMOs, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, preservatives, and artificial ingredients that can cause anyone to become allergic not only to gluten, but to all kinds of foods. Number two, when enjoying bread products, make sure they are organic and artisanal if possible with no soy at all. Soy is linked to leaky gut syndrome, which causes allergies. For more information and to experience an aha moment, join me on my show, The Michelle Bond Show, Awaken to a New Reality, every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. Or go to my website, themichellebondshow.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners, award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Tune in Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. The Awakening Radio with Patricia. This hit show awakens your dormant, divine, feminine energy. The Awakening Show is the next step on your evolutionary journey through life. Get ready to awaken the dormant seedings within you, your soul's encodement, power, and purpose. And bring this forward with confidence and clarity through the power of your own voice. This show promises to boldly go where you've been before. You just need to remember. Be inspired. Become rewired with The Awakening Radio. Visit AwakeningRadio.com for weekly topics. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Hey, for those of you out there, go to uh, headtrash911.com website uh, and go ahead and have some fun. Take the, uh, uh, take the index. It's right there. There's also a ton of information on the Head Trash website uh, about the authors, also about the workshops, programs, and other things. So check it out. Um, you know, I, I think that, uh, Tish, thank you for joining me again, and thank you, thanks to you and Timothy for writing this book and taking this message out. I, I did want to talk a bit about anger and uh, its relationship to paranoia, paranoia, but I do want to talk about anger because, you know, there are a lot of things showing up right now, whether it's in business or in your home, where there's a line that may or may not get crossed. And, you know, there are some people that are out there in the field and looking at, and we work with clients, and there's this line 
when anger then becomes abuse. Can you talk to that and tell us what you're saying? Sure, and it's a great a great uh, revelation on what I've witnessed even with this as a head trash in, in people in business. Well, number one, it was a surprise to me that anger turned out to be my number one head trash. And it was an aha moment because, you know, we all think we know each other ourselves well. And it's always great to learn something. And let me tell you how it happened, though. There's four elements that really how anger can manifest itself into head trash. And the first is the most obvious, which people stop after that. They don't even think about the other three ways. But the first is, you know, being loud, getting ticked off verbally, being able to yell at folks. I mean, those are pretty obvious. And, you know, some have managed to manage that. It's the ones that are nonverbal, which is another type, where it's body language, rolling of the eyes, heavy breathing, crossing of the arms. Those make people very uncomfortable, and it's like an anger response to something or leaning forward in the table when someone else is talking and you don't agree with them. Well, you have to have to say anything, but if you lean forward and sit up straight and look them over, guess what? You're yelling at them in your own way. The, the third is disappointment, which to me represents emotional anger. It's where you constantly inflict how disappointed you are or how unhappy you were about what they did and make someone feel really, really badly about something that's ticked you off, but you haven't even highlighted what it is. Instead, you emotionally make them feel as if they've done something so badly. So you talk about it in a disappointing way to make them feel. And that's another form of anger. And the last is resentment, which is tough because that's when they don't let out that they're upset and they let it simmer and fester over long periods of time, and then eventually there's a blow-up or an inferno. And the person that's the recipient of the inferno blow-up has no clue what actually led to that because it's been something that's been going on for a long time. So an example would be someone does something you don't like but you don't say anything, but as that person continues in your company to grow and get re get rewarded for things, you're the first one to knock that promotion. You're the first one to say, no, I don't want them to get uh, a new title. Why? Because in the back of your mind, your resentment over something that you've never addressed, you're taking it out that way. So you got to be careful with anger. It can be extremely powerful and very subtly painful to others, and you don't even think you're doing anything because you're not yelling at them. Um, this is really kind of interesting in terms of how these things show up in our lives and how they show up in other places. Let's talk about paranoia for a minute, if we could. And, you know, the reason I, I was so fascinated to see it in the book, by the way, I, I, I mean, I think this has got to be the first book of this nature where it has come up as something that's uh, a, uh, a dominant or could be a dominant emotion. How does this show up in our lives, and how do we know the difference between paranoia? <laughs> I don't think there's any good way to say this. Paranoia and some good sense of insecurity. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that because we did have a um, very um, focused time frame on writing the book where insecurity and paranoia weren't viewed the same. And the big difference is in paranoia, you really doubt what others are thinking. So I doubt you is a paranoid thought. I doubt you're talking good about me. I doubt that you're really on my side. I doubt that you'll ever be on my, on my team. Insecurity is when you doubt yourself. So your voices are about you. And that's the main difference between the two. And, you know, paranoia forms itself where you don't really uh, relate well with others. You're always by yourself. You don't interact in team environment. You don't know how to collaborate. Because you always think that someone is either out to get you 
or that someone is there on purpose to, you know, hurt you. And it's not about that. It's not about that at all. And what you tend to do is maybe you hire weaker people on your team so that they can't get you. Or you cause Mm -hmm. unnecessary drama so that you don't have to be the person that they're uh, most focused on. I mean, there are ways in which you see it happen, but at the end of the day, it's really the doubt of others which allows them not to be able to relate to people. And you have to relate in life. Otherwise, it's a very lonely place by yourself. One of the things that also um, I, I wanted to ask you about was, you know, where does the change begin? You know, in these last couple of minutes we have, uh, I would love to hear what some advice or tips are that you could say to people that might be experienced one, several, or all of these. Where do they begin with the, with the, with the change? Well, you know, the book offers um, a lot of information, but we ask you to come with two things the acceptance that you have it, and then the willingness to do something about it. So you've got to really get yourself ready to humble about yourself a little bit to say, okay, I'm going to think that I have something. Let me now explore to see which one. So first you have to come with those two. And I guess I would ask you to take a look at what in your life do you feel is giving you this feeling of being stuck? Is it you're not progressing in a relationship, you're not progressing in your career, you don't like what you're doing, you don't like who you're with? Start to look at the actual situation, and then I want you to kind of write down what's making you stay in that stuck mode. Because, see, what's making you stay in that stuck mode will probably uncover the emotional thoughts, the emotions that are controlling you, and you're not controlling. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for taking a very, very important conversation out into the world. One last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? You know, get comfortable that we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Dr. Pat, though, I say you are perfect. We're all not perfect. Everybody's got to work on Everybody's got to work on something. And once you realize that, I would say then decide what is it that you view as success or happiness, and then really stick to that plan. If you're going to use it to compare to what other successes or other happinesses are, you haven't really defined it for yourself yet. Define yours, then go and build your journey to get there. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Wow, what a great show. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in, turning us on. Please go ahead and check out the website for those of you out there. Um, go to headtrash911.com. Take the assessment, take the index. Uh, the book is available pretty much a- a- everywhere. And remember, take a look at what some of these emotions mean. How is control showing up? Insecurity, arrogance, paranoia, anger, fear, and guilt. And are these things getting in the way of ultimately you living the life you desire? Thank you for tuning us in, turning us on. For more information, go to the drpatshow.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. We'll see you next time on the show.
stop. Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. There's a great hunger in this world for new lines of thought, because everywhere you look, they say that joy can just be bought. So please come and set aside some time to relax from frenetic. Transform your life. It takes a while, but results are magnetic. We aim to grasp the best in life and track the ways we grew. The how, the why, the what, wherefore, all this we share and do. But every now and then, we hope that you will share right back. Transformation Talk Radio wants you to hop on track. So calling all hosts, tall and small, of every size and hue, there's nobody we'd rather have to tell your tale than you. And if you have a tale to tell of how your life is changing, we'd love to hear you on the line say how you're rearranging. So run, don't walk, to call us now. We'll set you up and show you how. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Join our radio family. Send us an email, host at transformationtalkradio.com or call 1-800-930-2819. Host your own show. Let us help you bring your voice to the world. Listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. You're tuned in to Transformation Talk Radio. Think the Dr. Pat shows the cat's meow? Just listen to what some of her transformative guests have had to say. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? Uh, believe in yourself always. Remember that uh, you are a gift. You are a miracle. And the only way you can return any part of that gift is what you do with it. Live into yourself. Be that miracle. I love it. Eldon Taylor, everyone. And, and thank you, Pat. I love joining you. You're a wonderful host. Thank you. And we're going to bring Eldon back because we, we've just haven't even scratched the surface here. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Thank you for listening and keep us tuned in right here on Transformation Transformation Talk Talk Radio. Radio.